Welcome to episode four of the Love and Life podcast. I'm your host, Vivica of TixPriVivica.com, and I'm so glad you joined me for today's episode. We are going to be talking about things you should probably never, ever say to vegans. Now, I understand this may be a topic that many of you, including myself before I was vegan, may not be aware of, so that's why I wanted to make today's episode. How can the worst thing that ever happened to you also be the best thing that ever happened to you? What are the spiritual benefits to a vegan or plant-based lifestyle? How can understanding your human design chart help you live a more fulfilled life? Well, welcome to the Love and Life podcast. My name is Vivica. It is so wonderful to have you here. Love and Life was born to inspire, motivate, and awaken the lovers of the planet Earth. Here, we will discuss topics ranging from syncretism, conscious holistic living, mindset, motivation, and Afro-veganism. If you found this podcast, I hope that you will consider subscribing. It is no coincidence that you saw this, are listening, and made it this far. Stay tuned for the next episode. With that being said, let's go ahead and jump into the episode. And if you do end up enjoying this episode, be sure to follow this podcast share it with a friend and write a review it really really does help me and i would sincerely appreciate it so i have five different things you should not say this is not a full comprehensive list but it is probably the top five things that i've heard that are very annoying to me as a vegan and if you love the vegan in your life uh or if you're going to be vegan i would say refrain from saying these things so Number one, we have, this tastes good for it to be vegan. Now, this quote has been said to me a number of times, and I'd say about the fourth or fifth time it was said to me, it really irked me. And I struggled with whether I wanted to be annoyed or happy that the people or person in question was saying that they enjoyed my food. Because on one hand, it's like, you enjoy my food, but then on the other hand, it's kind of like a backhanded compliment. It's like, to me, it's like, oh, you're pretty for to be a black girl. You know, that's something that a lot of melanated women grow up hearing is you're pretty to be a black girl, not just you're pretty, not just this food is good. It's this food tastes good for it to be vegan. And I really, really don't appreciate that and I'm sure other vegans don't because on one hand it's like I'm glad you enjoy my food but then to try to discount it and say this tastes good for it to be vegan you may not even mean for it to come across as like nice nasty but it does come across that way for me and I'm sure it does for other people now everybody is different so some people may hear it and may be like whatever like it's cool that you enjoy my food but for me I would just say refrain from saying it. if you feel like you have to say the only reason that it's good is because it's vegan or the well <laughs> that could be true <laughs> but what i mean is if the re- what you're saying is something tastes good 
for it to be vegan like you're 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 saying that it like you're giving it extra points because it's vegan i mean i guess that's cool but it's like that could be convoluted in so many different ways so just keep it short sweet concise and to the point and say this is good i really enjoy this you know how did you make this i would love to learn how to make this not this tastes good for it to be vegan. It's it's just not it's just not a good look. It's not a good compliment. Just don't say it. Just don't say it. That's number one. Number two, I couldn't eat that. Now, I think a general rule for life is unsolicited advice or opinions is about as worth as unsolicited advice or opinions is a worth about as much as it cost. <laughs> Nothing. Nobody likes unsolicited advice or opinions in general. And um, I have actually a, a story for this. So I was at Publix. And one of my favorite things to get at Publix is a sub before I was vegan. And in the last year, I discovered that they actually have a vegan sub. It's the garlic and herb tofu sandwich, and it's really, really good. Follow me on Instagram because the next time that I get it, I'm going to post it, and I'm going to tell you exactly what I get, how I order it, the pitfalls that I come across when ordering it, and how you can circumvent it if you want to try it, so on and so forth. But I recently discovered that they have a vegan sub, and it's changed my life. I've been getting it often, and the, the whole vegan sub is only like six or seven bucks. So it's super affordable as well. And I love it. But I was standing in line at Publix getting my sub. And it's so interesting whenever I ask for the garlic and herb tofu at different locations. Some people are like, huh? Like, what is that? You can tell that in the area, a lot of people don't order it. And they have to look at the menu in order to know what to put on it. Because they make it so little, you know? I was minding my business minding the business that I was going to be paying for sitting standing in line getting my tofu they had it I'm so happy and I hear a man to my right in a wheelchair say what is that and I was like oh he's curious about the sandwich of course I'm going to share with him what it is I said okay this is the garlic and herb tofu he said oh he said, it doesn't have no meat on it. And I said, no. And then he made a face at me. And like just the way in general that he responded. And then he was like, you like that? And it's like, sir. Would I be getting a sub, purchasing a sub that I do not like? You know, it's like a rhetorical question. It's like, you are are trying to say that you don't like it and that you wouldn't eat it and so you you are trying to understand or not really understand just be nasty be rude about the fact that I'm getting this sub when I could say a lot about the fact that you're eating a murdered chicken or a GMO chicken or the diseases that are in the chicken that you're eating but I refrain if I'm standing in line getting my tofu and I see you sitting in line getting chicken and pork and beef added all to one sub, 
I don't say a word. I stand there, get my tofu, and mind my business. But, of course, being a vegan, people have questions and they're curious. And I'm always happy to answer those questions. As long as they're coming from like a good place and not being nasty. Um, and so, you know, his general disposition was kind of all five of the things I'm saying today. It's like, I couldn't eat that. It's like, you like that? I couldn't eat that. That commentary is so unnecessary. Just, if you're going to say something like that, just keep your feelings to yourself. It better serves you and everyone else around you. Because if you caught me on a different day, I might have said something that upset you. But unlike what I would say, it would be based in fact and not my own feelings. Because you hurt my feelings, I'm going to rebut you with facts about the animal flesh that you're eating. So in the spirit of respect and honesty and allowing people to live their life, karma, live out their life, karma and dharma as they see fit, please refrain from saying things like this. Third on the list we have, I don't know how you live like that. Don't say this to a vegan. You, it's not for you to understand how they live like that. And if you don't have questions in reference to how they live like that, that is constructive or educational, there is no point in saying that. It's like, it's like saying that you can't be happy being vegan when in actuality a lot of vegans are vegan by choice. Some people become vegan or plant-based out of force based off of their terrible diet in their life of eating animal flesh and animal fat that causes them to have different ailments in their body so they're forced to eliminate certain meat or certain animal byproducts so it's not by choice necessarily that they get to this point but a lot of vegans actually enjoy being vegan enjoy living a karma-free lifestyle Enjoy saving the animals, at least in the in the intent of not intending to kill animals. Because that's another argument that I hear is people say like animals are going to die anyway. But you don't realize the weight of factory farming for humans that can't even fully digest animal flesh. It putrefies in your gut. It's It's a lot that I could say there, but see... If a vegan says this in an unsolicited manner to a non-vegan, it's not appropriate. So don't say these things. Just don't. Number four, couldn't be me. Couldn't be me. Couldn't be me. Nobody asks you whether you could be a vegan or not. By your plate and the things that we see on your plate. We know that you can't be vegan because you've been eating animals for 20, 30 plus years and you have no intention whatsoever of stopping at all. Did, did anybody ever stop to think and ask the vegan if they could go back to eating animal flesh? Did anybody ever stop to think and ask, how did you become vegan and why did you become vegan? Instead of immediately judging because it's something that you're not accustomed to or you have never heard of. I think 
the general disposition of this podcast is really to get you to see and, and understand, understand that we all have our own individual experiences and saying statements like this infringe on the individual's life and how they live it. If a, a vegan were to say the same exact things but mirrored to fit vegan or non-vegan lifestyle, it would be wrong. So don't say these things. Number five, we have that looks nasty. I understand vegan food may not be appealing to you, but non-vegan food is not appealing to non-vegans. Some, I mean to vegans. Non-vegan food is not appealing to vegans. I know. Back in the day, I used to eat shrimp and crab and chicken, and I had meat on almost every. After being vegan for nearly two years, upcoming to two years now, I have no desire to consume animal flesh whatsoever, and I am actually very much disgusted by it. But when I see animal eaters eating their animals, do I go up to them and I say, that looks nasty no when you when you hear this statement from the inverse i hope that it's helping you to see that it's not appropriate (laughs) just don't say any of these things to vegans it's just not appropriate it's disrespectful in fact and of course i wouldn't be me if i didn't leave you with a bonus but before i give you the bonus statement not to make to vegans, I would like to shamelessly plug my ebook, The Ultimate Beginner's Vegan Food Guide. It's 174 pages of information. Everything I wish I would have known before I went vegan and while I was transitioning. I put so much information in there that was so helpful, like my favorite vegan brands. So you don't have to go through the process of sorting through which vegan cheeses are the best, which vegan meats are the best when you're starting out. You don't have to go through, what do I eat for breakfast? What do I eat for lunch? What do I eat for dinner? Where do I find vegan food recipes? Where can I find vegan-friendly accommodating recipes? Where can I meet other vegans? What do I put in my kitchen, pantry, freezer, fridge? I put all of that information in this ebook, and I'm so very proud of it. I hope that you will go and check it out, especially if you are new to your vegan plant-based journey, or you're thinking about transitioning or incorporating more plant-based foods into your life. It will be a resource, a wonderful resource for you, guaranteed, okay? And in this ebook, actually, I do briefly talk about how diseases in the body as i mentioned earlier derive a lot of them from animal fats so cholesterol is animal fat cheese has animal fat butter has animal fat when you eat the animal you're also eating the animal fat and the animal fat clogs different areas of your body and causes mucus to form so on and so forth 
That is what the research has shown. I am not a doctor, a medical professional. I am just a human with a rational mind. So just like I did my due diligence, you should also do your due diligence. But I did provide you a few resources to be able to look up this information for yourself in the ebook as well. So moving on to the bonus. Bonus thing that you should not say to a vegan. This restaurant has salad. Do you want to eat that? When inviting your vegan friends out for dinner, (laughs) especially if it's a group dinner, please, please do not expect the vegan in your life to be excited about iceberg lettuce and ranch dressing because in fact, ranch dressing is probably not vegan. Caesar salad dressing is definitely not vegan. Iceberg lettuce has no nutritional value whatsoever. And a vegan salad versus a non-vegan salad are two very, very different things. We also get tired of eating vegetables. You don't eat the vegetables on your plate, so I don't know why you think all we eat is vegetables and fruit. I mean, some of us are that way, but if we're going out on a event with family or friends, we like to eat too. You know, there's such thing as a vegan foodie. Look at me. <laughs> Instead, ask your friends if you're going on a collective group date. Ask your vegan friend if there is any restaurant that is accommodating for the both of you or the, or maybe even show your love and appreciation for your friend and say you want to check out a vegan restaurant for dinner this week. Make amends and accommodations. But don't, please don't ask us if we want iceberg lettuce with some ranch. Because we don't. Just like you don't. <laughs> so, this episode has been very... It's serious in nature, I would say, because... I am serious about, like, don't say these things. You may not realize the impact of what you're saying, but don't say them. They aren't appropriate. We don't like them. Some may be okay, but I would say the general rule is to shy away from saying things like this. I sincerely hope this podcast episode has been helpful for you. It has been tried to be made lighthearted. But I do feel like it is a serious subject. So share this with a friend. If you're a vegan and you don't know how to tell your friend that you don't like the things that they say, just share this podcast episode with them. It's all love. I will be the bearer of quote unquote bad news for you to them. We want to repair and restore and keep these relationships going and not sever them. So, if you did enjoy this podcast episode, be sure to follow me, Anchor, Spotify, follow my social medias at TakesByVivica.com. Check out my website, TakesByVivica.com, where I write about vegan food, travel, and conscious living. And I will see you guys in my next podcast episode. Thank you so much for tuning in.